Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dance of the Soul with Natasha Venter and Regan Forreston. We are here to talk about some things, and we're both very much spiritual people who have no judgments. So if you want to make a comment, leave it. Um, we are here to help you. So we are live here on Facebook and my YouTube channel, Natasha Venter, Angelic Clarifications. And both of them are Angelic Clarifications, Natasha Venter. So if you ever want to come back and watch it, you can. Uh, and then this is going to be on podcast also later. But today, Regan Forston is a hypnotherapist and he has done tremendous work in his life just to become him. And he's an amazing man. And I am a psychic medium, personal awareness life coach. And I have a lot of knowing in my life from many past lives and this life. And I just witnessed so many things. And I just was like, needing to, we needed to talk about this, but because, you know, a lot of us are struggling with meditation. A lot of us are struggling with even quieting our minds. And so with that, that I, we just wanted to talk about this a little bit to help people to know that, you know, you're not alone in this dance of the mind struggles in the witnessing of things. Uh -huh. and, 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 you know, I even struggled for many years to meditate. I'm, I always walk in a walking meditation, but yet I always struggled with quieting my mind even to meditate. And I'm very intuitive and even me having a hard time. Hi, Bev. How you doing? Um, <laughs> Bev says, uh, good afternoon to my two favorite hey, people. Oh, you are a blessing, Bev. Thank you. Um, always nice when she chimes in. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I, I, you, Bev, you're amazing, and you're just amazing on what you've survived, Bev. So um, I want you to know that you're a blessing. Okay, so with that, that um, Regan, how are you doing? You know, you doing had well. a big, uh, big uh, thing that you were going through last week with helping some friends get their car and, oh, yeah. and get their Finally phone back, back. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So kind of left us hanging there a little bit, but you know, they got their car back. You said, yeah. I don't know if he ever got his phone back yet or not. You know, he was that that um, Lyft driver that he had an argument with and jumped out of the car and he left his phone in the guy's car and he was the guy didn't want to give it back to him. And I don't know that I haven't. I've been so busy with other things. <laughs> you know, we all have crazy stuff like that that happens once in a while. You know, and our, our, we get so busy in our lives when someone mentions meditation, part of our part of ourself rebels against that because we don't feel we have time to just sit, you know, for a mm -hmm. minute and to try to quiet our mind. So it's uh, rather difficult sometimes that way. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I think uh, we can give people some help today for just from, from your viewpoint and mine, because we're good, you know, especially me, I'm a pretty good meditator. My significant other here, Patty, she's uh, gosh, meditated every day for almost four years. I don't know if she's watching now. Every once in a while she chimes in a bit, but it's, it's just, you know, almost every day she just makes sure that she does and that uh, she's the busiest person I know, you know, so I figured. And I can witness that. A girl yeah. does laps around many people. <laughs> she's an Enneagram three, which means she's success oriented. So, you know, she sets a goal. She does whatever she has to do to get that goal. You know, mm -hmm. she's amazing that way. Um, 
But um, what I do with the Newton Institute and the, the, the thing that I try to contribute to the show is to talk about the research we're doing in the afterlife and how we've had 70,000 people visit there. Uh, we have this process that we help people achieve a deep state of trance, which uh, almost everybody can achieve. And, um, and in that, and there they expand their awareness to the other side. So they actually spend a couple hours in the afterlife, heaven, whatever you call it on the other side there. Uh, but every time people ask over there, what's the right religion or what's the right spiritual practice or what's the right whatever, so they can keep a connection to the other side. Uh, as far as religion go, they just say, well, choose one if you care to, because maybe you need that for, mm -hmm. you know, you need to learn whatever's in that religion for your mission. Uh, but if you want to keep connected to the other side, if you want to listen to what the guides, the angels are telling you, uh, meditation for the common man is the way to do it, mm -hmm. you know? So that means it's very important um, that way. Um, it, Natasha, you, the way you can just, you know, in a sense with your eyes open without meditating or anything kind of connect to the other side, but most of us mortals here, uh, we have to, uh, um, you know, do it in a little different way, you know, with meditation um, that way. So uh, let's talk a little bit. Well, first of all, um, you know, you say we all fight it sometimes. I mean, I even know I practice it uh, or, or that I preach it. <clears throat> I don't practice it as often as I need to. Um, but I do it enough during the week that I would say that I have a regular meditation practice on and off during the week. I'm just not so rigid about it that I have to do it every day, mm -hmm. you know, um, but I do it sometimes just for five minutes at a time. And like you were saying, walk, there's a lot of different types of ways of meditating. And one of them is a walking meditation where you just get out in nature or go for a walk up to your park or something and just, just quiet yourself while you're walking you know, have your phone turned off and everything and, and to get quiet with your thoughts, you know, that's a, a form of meditation. Um, you don't always have to sit like they do with their hands a certain way in, in the lotus position, your eyes closed. That's just one way of many ways of mm -hmm. meditating. Exactly. And I know for me that I've always struggled with quieting my mind i mean even me one time you know trying to meditate or getting quiet you know i was talking with jesus and he says natasha just give it up tonight you don't even yeah. i mean how can you even talk today you know and sometimes i you know that i you know do do that and you know it's one of those things but you know for me a lot of a lot of people i notice that they can connect better you know, and I don't mean to make this a, a private moment or anything like that, but, you know, like taking a bath or shower. Many of us get more connected. We get messages when we're quiet in those places. Mm -hmm. And water is a conduit to, you know, wash away things. Mm -hmm. Water is a conduit for um, just being in the moment. And water, a lot of times, carries memories, you know, because it comes from places. And like for me, I'm on a well, so it comes right out of the earth, goes right back into the earth because we're on a septic system. So with that, that, you know, when we're working with water, we can really get into some memory because water holds memory. And, yeah. um, and so with that, don't be afraid for getting messages in the shower, you know, asking the universe to conduct, you know, they don't bother us 
seeing our bodies the way that we have it. They they've seen us in soul form. They've seen us in body form. They're not into, you know, gawking. Now, yes. if you have a spirit who is intrusive, you know, who used to be human, that's a different story. I put some boundaries on that. But when you're yeah. talking about guides or angels or somebody who is here for our greater good. Now, I don't ask my dad who's passed to come and, you know, commune with me in the shower. <laughs> but I do ask, you know, sometimes I ask my higher self or I communicate with my soul and yeah. they are part of me. So that's no biggie there. And um, so with that, that that when we're going forward and doing things, you know, that it is okay to, I know a lot of people, like I work at an elementary school and a lot of the counselors, you know, when they're having a deep conversation with someone, they'll even have them walk around the playground, you know, and, and just have a conversation because sometimes playing with toy or with a, with something like a Lego and having a deep conversation, it gets your mind a little bit, you know, sidetracked. And so it's mm -hmm. okay to do something. That's why some people use music. And, you know, I, um, Veronica said that she likes the app that you, uh, suggested. Oh, inside. Um, awesome. Yeah. 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 And, matter of fact, we'll mention that a few times on the show today. I'm, I know there's some others that people have told me about that are good, but I know that insight timer is fantastic. It's free. And there's so many, there's probably a hundred, so, 200 so different things you can do in, on there. Inside timer, you said? In, yeah, I-N-S-I-G-H-T. Slow down. I-N-S. <laughs> okay, insight. Uh, you have to spell it. Um, I-N-S. Okay. I-N-S-I-G-H-T. Insight. Uh-huh. Timer. Okay. Yeah, it's an interesting name for a meditation app, but... Uh, it's uh, they'll, they'll recognize it's got like a Buddha, a golden Buddha bowl. That's the that okay, insighttimer.com uh, or yeah, um, it, or I think it's just go insight timer uh, app app, yeah, mm -hmm. and it downloads or meditation in, in about 30 seconds. And um, let me describe the app a little bit. And I think you have to kind of just you know hit all the buttons in there, explore around and everything. But one thing that people that keeps people from meditating is because of this misunderstanding again that they think they have to do it for hours at a time or something mm -hmm. you know and in our busy lives and everything that happens all day sometimes we just don't have that so just do what you can like on the app there they'll there's a place where they'll ask you how much time do you have mm -hmm. so 15 minutes then things that are 15 minutes will come up you know so you can there's music that's just that long or that there's spiritual talks on there but some of the really uh, best known spiritual speakers or in that um, there's guided meditations on there, which is great. Um, but they also have the music to listen to is fabulous for calming the mind. Mm -hmm. Now there's something called binaural beats. I always have a hard time saying that binaural beats. Uh, and I'm trying to think even how you spell it, but you'll find it on, there's a section on there that's scientifically designed to calm, calm your mind down. What they do with the music when they when they produce it, they have it one megahertz going into one ear and a different megahertz going into the other ear. And that confuses your mind. And in the process of your mind equalizing the two, it calms yourself down. So that's really good when you're, you know, you're having a hard time calming your mind down or everything. You just close your eyes, put that on, listen to the barnarial beats and the beautiful music. Uh, that's been produced that way. And you just find yourself just, you know, just relaxing. Mm 
you know. Mm-hmm. So whether you have five minutes, some people only have five minutes, you know, to do. Um, when I was in heaven or in the uh, the afterlife, and I was coming back from there in my journey, uh, the guy that was with me uh, told me that a very important thing to do to keep connected to the other side is to every day when you wake up, do an acknowledgement that you're more than this body. You know, in mm-hmm. other words, you wake up and you go, okay, guys, I'm starting my journey today. Help me to be loving and kind. Uh, the prayer they gave me was bless this day and those I serve as I keep one foot in heaven and one foot planted firmly on earth to accomplish my mission. And then the, I, when I was on the other side, I found out what my mission was, which is to learn kindness, you know, which I've been, been, um, uh, at times grudgingly learning, you know, but I'm getting better <laughs> at it. Uh, oh, I would say that you're magical at it. Well, they did tell you're me on the other side that I'm doing deserve. well. But, yeah, you but deserve I step it up. Yeah, no, and that's part of our thing. You know, it's like for me, you know, a lot of my life purpose was to shine my light no matter what was in front of me. And, you know, and I know that. I mean, I've known that, you know, because of my intuitiveness, but a lot of people don't know a lot of the things. And like for me now, you know, meditating, um, that I, um, you know, that there's those things that go forward that, you know, when we go. So for me, a lot of times I don't take a lot of time during the day to quiet down. I mean, we're all busy. We all got things to do. And so, but I do like sometimes when I, before I get out of the car, I will, you know, you know, I will, um, you know, just take a moment and just breathe and, and use that as a transition moment. If I'm, you know, like working where I work, you know, cause I love working in the mornings, helping kids. And I, a lot of times my spiritualness, you know, I don't bloat it. I don't, you know, come out and tell people, but yet people want, I walk into a classroom and they go, Oh, you're here, you uh-huh. know, because I bring love, I bring kindness. And sometimes before I go in, I take a deep breath so I can prep myself to go in. So Mm -hmm. that's another way to negotiate a lot of our stuff is just taking that time in between this and that. A lot of us just run from one thing to another, and that doesn't help our minds to quiet down. Now, not everybody has that opportunity because of the fact that, you know, we're busy and having to run from one thing to another, but there is a way to negotiate some of that. And, you know, no matter where we're at and what we're doing, you know, it is about being there. But I can tell you though, that when I am, you know, I always read before I go to bed to quiet my mind down, mm-hmm. you know, and I try to pick a story that isn't necessarily mind inspiring you know it's not like a really big murder mystery you know mm-hmm. um like i love nora roberts trilogies she's got about you know magic and and you know people persevering through things but it's light and airy and you know like right now i'm reading her tr- last trilogy and you know it's about the um it's about a different world and she's learned out that she's magical and now they're going up against uh, a, a a demon god you know and yeah. and they're having to save their town, you know, or their, their, their town or their area. And so that's the thing that, that, you know, it's one of those things, but I always read before that. But what I'm starting to do now is, is that I have learned that, you know, for me, meditating 
that I have purposely, or actually Jesus helped me out with this. He goes, why don't we just go sit on a bench? And so what I do is I start deep breathing for a few minutes. I lay down in bed before I go to sleep. You know, I take forever to go to sleep. So lay down and I breathe a couple minutes just to gather myself. So I picture myself in my mind and then I breathe and I get into my heart section. So I become more me. And I notice that I just kind of come into myself a little bit more. And then I purposely with myself start walking towards the bench. Now this bench has been maybe 10 steps away. Sometimes it's 15, sometimes it's 20, it depends. But this bench, like Jesus said, can be anywhere. And I've had it in space. I've had it, last night it was in the I desert like where it was all brown, you know, rich brown colors of sunset. You know, it's been in a forest. It's been, it's actually been a roller coaster one time because my brain and my body was still moving so much wow. that I had a roller coaster. The bench was the roller coaster. So, you, you know, even though I was having a conversation, I was moving, you know, so, you know, this bench was adaptable. It was negotiable. It is negotiable. And it's been amazing who's been there. My dad, my higher self. I talked to my husband's higher self. You know, I, I, um, uh, I've talked to animals. I've talked to Jesus. I've talked to uh, a being, um, star being Jupiter a couple times, you know, wonderful young man, um, you know, being and, you know, all these different applications have just been, you know, I walk down and say, who am I going to meet? I have no expectations. Sometimes I just go down and I sit for a few minutes. And then I hear, I hear, okay, Natasha, now it's time for you to read. Or sometimes I hear, just read tonight. Don't, don't worry about bothering. You've been very available today. Just read. And I hear, you know, a lot of people discount what they're hearing. And I want to make that clear. A lot of people discount what they're hearing. And if you hear something first, the first thing without any, and it's not a judgmental, it's just the first thing you hear. Sometimes that's spirit talking to you or your higher yeah. self talking to you. And it's just being that, you know, hey, just read. Okay, I'll just read, you know, and I trust that process. I trust that knowing and, and you know, that whole process. But, you know, but I always wake up with, thank you. I love you, body. And I go to bed walking to the bench, but I make sure that my whole self is going to the bench. A lot of people, you know, it's not my mind going to the bench. It's that whole body. I feel my whole body kind of going to the bench. And that's how I focus a little differently is, is that I make sure my body is there, yeah. you know, in a way. Yeah. What you're doing with the bench in hypnotherapy, we call that an anchor. In other words, it's training your subconscious that when, for instance, the easiest anchor to explain what anchors are to explain in hypnosis or people that I'm going to hypnotize. Um, when you're driving your car and you're driving, you're thinking about a hundred different things, you're driving to the store. When your eyes see a red light coming up, your subconscious automatically without you telling it to or anything takes your foot and puts it on the brake. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because that, that red light is an anchor produced to your subconscious to tells it how to, what's going to happen. That you put on the brake. You know, at first, when you're first learning to drive, you have to go, oh, red light's coming up. Okay, uh, yeah, I got to step on the brake, you know. But once your subconscious learns, it becomes an automatic behavior. Mm -hmm. So when you have that bench there 
and you think of that bench now, your subconscious knows, oh, we're getting ready to meditate. And it'll automatically start relaxing you to put you in that mood for the meditation. So people at home are watching this. You could create like I have um, what I do for my clients. A lot of times we have a, a beach setting if they're beach people and they just imagine I have them close their eyes. Imagine them walking down. There's a blanket set on the beach and they set and they feel the blanket and they they can smell the air and they just kind of get themselves in that setting. And then whoever they want to talk to, I have them look to the right and somebody will be walking down the beach. You know, maybe they're having an issue with their mom or dad or their parent mm -hmm. or their loved one, or they want to talk to Jesus or their guide or somebody and just look down there and see who's coming. And that, that entity, whatever sits on the beach and they have a conversation and people say a lot of times to me, they go, wow, that was weird. I thought I just made all that stuff up, but I got some really good information, mm -hmm. you know, in that, uh, in that, <coughs> in that thing. And you so. can, yeah. And you can ask for somebody to come, you yeah. know, like, like the night that, uh, that my husband was having a little bit of difficulty and I really wanted to assist him in helping. And so you know, I asked, you know, can I talk with my husband's higher self? And, you know, I heard yes. And so here he came over and, and sat with me. And, you know, that gave me a little bit of insight to how I can support him in the journey. Because, yeah. you know, like with him or like with me, there's sometimes where I'm having a hard time. And sometimes I wish he would be able to talk to my higher self to help me out. You know, it's just one of those things that if we have a knowing and we have a trust that we can work with, you know, supporting each other in a different way and that's and that's sometimes how i do readings is, is that i you know call in the higher self of you know if, if there's someone who's having a session with me and their spouse is having a hard time i call in their higher self you know and get some insight there so yeah. you know if we can kind of do that or just even you know sitting even if you don't have a conversation sitting and just sending love to that higher self then that higher self can send love to the 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 person that we're we're wishing for a little bit more grace. So, yeah. you know, as we're going forward, you know, we're going through so many emotional dances. We're going through a lot of emotional stuff, and you know, if we can take a time, you know, you know, take a lunch break if you can, and do a fifteen minute, you know, just breathing session. You know, breathing is a form of meditation, and a lot of people think that meditation is the um which it is yeah but, but it's more than that it's more than that and and really you know people don't um okay so um brad i'm gonna delete you because you're making comments and you're gonna be blocked um so you know as we're going um you know that um sorry i have a somebody who's kind of sabotaging our, our, um, there we go. So I blocked him. Um, so going forward that, you know, there, the, you know, we're getting out there. The more we shine our light, the brighter we're getting Regan, yeah. and the more we're going to have these little sabotagers and I'm done with sabotaging. So I just don't even give it any attention. So I know there's some uh, people that think that meditation is, uh, something from the devil or something, you know, I mean, uh, it's crazy because uh, the monks, you talk about the early church and the, the all of the spiritual people that the church had and everything, and they got their inspiration from going into trance, you know, like the, the monks mm -hmm. that would spend hours of a day meditating. Uh, 
and sometimes the people think that om or om or something is weird. We go back to the, the Catholic Church and the Gregorian chants that they mm -hmm. used to sing where they're singing Christe Eleison over and over and over again. It's the same thing. You know, it's, yes. it's something to get your mind focused, to be more singularly focused instead of all the, out there so that you can, you know, you can uh, connect to the uh, to the other side. So, you know, and most churches now they preach uh, Catholic. I mean, churches, they they really say that they're really on board with meditation, you know, mm -hmm. um, that way. Um, I, um, I forget what university did a research on it. Anyway, they came out with a book and there's, there was 150 things, positive things they found out about meditation, about what it does for the body, what it does for the mind. You know, so all we're talking about is going into uh, going, quieting yourself. And, you know, in the Bible, even it says that the kingdom of God is within. And yes. the way you get within is through meditation. Mm -hmm. You know, exactly. Exactly. And I know for me being a channeler like I am, the more I'm in tune with my body and in tune mm -hmm. with my my life, the better channeler I am. And so with that, that it is at this dance of negotiating. And I can tell you that doing the om, 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 you know, that a lot of times, you know, we don't have to tell people that we're doing this, but there is sometimes when our mind is so crazily busy that doing those little moments of, of, Om, om, om. It's actually bringing us into the moment where we're at. And it, it's a vibration. If you notice when you say it more and more, the vibration hits our bodies. And that is a form of meditation is, is coming one with yourself, mm -hmm. coming one into yourself. And that's where people put expectations on things. And the best thing you can do is, is like sometimes, you know, walk outside and touch a leaf of a plant, mm -hmm. you know, that's safe to touch, you know, you know, you don't want to touch, you know, poison ivy or something, but, you know, go out and touch a maple leaf when the, when the leaves come out or a, a rose petal or, you know, do something that is, is very methodical that way. And it's amazing how that is the meditation. Mm -hmm. That is a meditation because you become one with meditating is about becoming one ish with <clears throat> I'm saying ish because it, <laughs> who's perfect. I mean, who's perfect. And I know that, you know, you can take meditation um, seminars and stuff like that. And, and I find that it's easier when you have a group meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Because that energy all clicks together and it all comes in together. So if you want to practice going into meditation, that's where sometimes using these timers or hooking up with a group that meditates or that kind of stuff. Sometimes it is nice to do that. The thing is, though, is that always available? No. So how can we do the things? And that's about being because I know for me, a lot of times before I got into the bench thing, sitting and having an anchor, as you use the words, that me walking from one end of the house to the other sometimes was my meditation. Sometimes me dancing is my meditation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I was at a um, one of the retreats I went to, and um, we had um, um, a Jewish rabbi there. We had a Sufi mystic there. Um, we had a few um, really devout Christians there. 
and and just people that were just highly spiritual there. But one of the things that the uh, that was shared and we learned during the week is the uh, to do with the whirling dervishes. They call them the whirling dervishes, and the, the way they would pray and get into trance was with um, like holding hands and going in circles and doing a certain dance as you're singing, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, it seemed a little silly to me right at first, but by the end of the week, I couldn't get enough of it. You know, like you know the the, the steps and everything. I didn't even have to think of after the third or fourth day, and we're doing this. and have this beautiful music going, and you just you it's just beautiful you know you just yeah, get into yeah. this very spiritual meditative state so exactly a, exactly i did a, a turtle dance one time and we did would do you know the figure eight and there would be a certain pattern and you know uh -huh. you you really got into the moment and i know for me in like when i was down visiting you there was a a place of of dance that that i had oh yeah you went to that with, didn't you yeah, and what I found was is that um, you know being in a freer place with people who were doing the same kind of work, it it did help me to negotiate. But even dancing in my front room, if I find the right music that has the right beat to mm -hmm. it, I can really get into a better um, rhythm. But yet, you know, that's the thing is is finding that time. And I can tell you though that you know if you're having a very busy day, you know take those moments because it's not easy to go from complete busyness to stopping mm -hmm. yet at the same time though i can tell you if you're having a very busy day and then you go to a breathing moment or or you know taking that time out in the car and you just take a couple deep breaths that it really helps you to negotiate the next step in your life and you know just giving yourself those moments uh, can help you in um, a very big way. Before someone meditates, or even if you're just stressed and want to calm down, now I'm talking scientifically here, the best thing you can do that will help your body to begin to relax is to take deep breaths, mm -hmm. get more oxygen in there. <clears throat> you know, when people are in, um, when people are in some sort of trauma and everything that the first responders and everything, they get people just to breathe. You know, they just breathe, breathe, because they know that that's going to begin to relax them. So before you meditate, you know, maybe have some water, <clears throat> take a few deep breaths, you know, and already your body's beginning to uh, relax, you know. So, um, you know, that's just a good way, you know, to get your get yourself uh, uh, to relax. Because all, all they're trying to say from the other side is the angels, the guides, what Jesus is saying is, you know, take time during the day to to calm yourself and connect mm -hmm. with the greater good, with the greater love that surrounds us all the time. Exactly. Um, exactly. I, I know, I know for me, like I had a student who actually fell and, and tweaked his back a little bit, but he came to me all like, like this, I need to go to the nurse. And I said, let's just wait a minute, you know? And I, and I know that, that, you know, just me being intuitive, I checked his body. So I knew I had a few minutes, right? And I said, okay, let's take a couple breaths. Let's lower the shoulders. You know, a lot of us are rock walking around like this. Let's we are. lower the shoulders. Mm -hmm. That's why they call it being uptight. Yeah. You let's know. lower the shoulders. Oh, wait a minute. Because he was hunched over. Let's stand. Let, can you, do you think you can stand up a little bit? Remember, we're taking slow, 
quiet breaths, you know, because I didn't want him to try to take real deep breaths, but just slow, quiet breaths. Try to sit, stand up just a little bit more, you know, if you can. And he was like, okay, let's take another couple breaths and, you know, lower those shoulders again, you know. And after a few minutes, hey, I'm feeling a lot better now, you know. And I said, do you still need to go to the nurse? No, I don't think so. And by the end of the recess, he was running, you know, because I kept an eye on him to make sure, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not frivolous with, with kids' health at all. You know, I'm not frivolous at all. But it was just that moment where you can see where he was just so, like, all tight. And no wonder his back still hurt, you know, because he was carrying around. And, and so, you know, when we can do that, you know, the first thing, you know, if we can do anything is to um, – lower our shoulders you know, yeah I, bring our I, shoulders back i mean how many people yeah. are hunched low you know bring our shoulders back and and allow breath to come into our lungs yeah that's why people say you know cross your legs and and sit straight up because it opens up our chest mm -hmm. and the, the way that i um the modality i use to get people into hypnosis is just to have them put attention starting you can go from the toes up or the head down. I like to go from the head down. I just have them put their attention on their on the tension in their mind and their head. And if you actually do that, you put your attention and go, all of a sudden you can feel your your brain. You know, you can feel your head. Mm -hmm. And then have them take a deep breath. And as they do that, just have them feel that tension just leaving their body. And they can just feel the muscles in their head starting to relax. The easiest one to show people is the shoulders. Because you can just say, take a deep breath and then let your shoulders just just let drop. go. Let your shoulders mm -hmm. drop or your shoulders drop. So you breathe in and then just your shoulders just go down. And you can just feel yourself begin to relax. You know, mm -hmm. it feels so good just to do that, you know. So and then you just do that with different parts of your body, you know, your neck. And then you feel your chest and then, you know, your groin area and then your knees, your thighs. And by the time people start doing that, they say, by the time I'm down to my knees, I'm asleep, you know, because mm -hmm. they're, they're, again, they're concentrating. They're instead of thinking all over by them thinking about their relaxation, putting the attention in there, they're becoming singularly focused on something which allows you just to relax. And that's how people get into trance and deep sleep really quick. Mm -hmm. you know, well, and I know from my massage therapist, my dad being a chiropractor and that kind of stuff that. A lot of times they have us breathe into a spot that's stressed. So like when I was breathing, I noticed that, you know, my, my shoulder blade was a little bit stressed, you know, the, the down part of my shoulder blade. So put some breath into it, you know, and, and it's just putting intention for breath to go there. It doesn't mean that you have to breathe into that spot. You know, it, it's about, you know, just breathing and putting intention into moving that area. And I noticed already that it was like, oh. I got paid attention to. <laughs> no, see, um, in, in hypnotherapy, what I teach people, anchor, this is a, con let's see here. I'm so close to the camera here. And my thumb, I'm trying to get my thumb and my, my thumb and my finger. How much, there we go. Uh, <laughs> so um, in other words, um, I'll have them uh, take a deep breath and say to themselves, calm and relaxed. And as they're saying calm and relaxed, I just have them move their fingers like this. Yeah. Um, so you're um, rubbing your thumb um, and your yeah. and your pointer finger together yeah. and making your um, fingerprints kind of you not necessarily rub them off, but you're you're rubbing yeah, just gently 
calm yeah. and relax. So now your subconscious is seeing you do this move when you're consciously starting to relax your body. So here's the cool thing. If somebody's out in public and they're feeling all stressed and everything like that, they could be driving their car and they just, they don't even have to say anything. They can just do this. And your subconscious goes, Oh, when we do this is when we relax. Yeah. So, so when you, when you rub your fingers together, your mind goes, Oh, this is my cue to relax. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like an anchor. So you can just do this and your body will begin to relax. That's how you train your subconscious to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's, there's so many tricks of, that you can do to the, to the mind. See, every exactly. time I do that, they go, there it goes. Now it goes back and focus. <laughs> well, I know, for, I know for me, a lot of times when I'm like really struggling at night to really get my brain to slow down, I use a modality and it's a healing modality and it's um, high touch type and it's been oh, around. Is for, it with the finger touching? Yeah. So you hold on and you don't have to hold it strong, but you just hold on like to your pinky and you okay. just wrap your finger around your pinky, um, your other hand around your pinky, and then you move to your ring finger. And then when that feels kind of done, it could be, you know, half a minute, move to your, uh, your um, middle finger, you know, and then, but the ring finger and the middle finger. So the ring finger is about grief. The middle finger is about um, anger. And then um, the pointer finger is about um, frustrations and and just needing to to be processing. And then I go to the thumb. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I go through it two or three times before I go to bed. And another way is to do is is to um, if you kind of cradle one hand into the palm of the other hand. So it's where um, your pinky kind of goes into your palm, and then your thumb wraps around and and goes into your palm into the other palm so you have one hand inside the other mm -hmm. and then the 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 thumb of the back hand will go into the palm and then you wrap your fingers around the um the thumb so you have them kind of like holding hands you're holding hands with yourself right mm -hmm. well this whole area is about harmony your palm area is about harmony. Oh. And if you embrace that and, and breathe into it, you kind of notice that it kind of settles you down a little bit. And wow. I had a friend who was in the middle of dancing and we sat down for a minute and well, it was actually, they were changing bands. And so we sat down for a minute. So we were kind of keyed up with a lot of people around and we were talking about this. And I said, so how are you feeling? And she goes, actually, I'm feeling calmer. I'm actually feeling calmer now, you know, because she was kind of keyed up. And so I told her about the angers and stuff. And there was one girl in there that was getting all drunk and 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 being riley riled up and argumentative. And so we both went, we both held our grief and our anger fingers, you know. And um, and pretty soon with us doing that, holding that intention, she moved on and her friends moved her out and then they left. So it was like it didn't necessarily heal our ourselves, but you know, when we put that energy out into our energy field, it's amazing how we can influence the people around us too. So if somebody's angry or something, you can hold those fingers. And sometimes anger is about grief. Sometimes it's about um, insecurity. So you can hold a couple fingers at the same time. And, and if you can do that, then you can help the people around you too, as well as yourself. And you that's- What would just be called? Is there like, is there was some, can somebody Google it in where they, or watch a video, you know, where they, that would be very helpful. 
Um, you know, actually, it it's a it's a healing modality that I, and my book is in the other room. Um, it's it's called high touch um, techniques. High touch. Okay. And uh, it's just been around um, and somebody uh, and there's a lot more points. You know, you have different points that you can touch if you go into more. But the fingers are very much part of that process of of um different organs different energies like mm -hmm. if you're having heart, uh, heart problems your pinky if you're having um you know digestive situations it's you know these you know your your uh, rent grief and your middle finger so there's a lot of these things that can help your energy move through but it's but breathing is part of it and that's the thing is that people forget how important breath is like we've said that you know and we we're saying that a couple times because people forget to take those deep breaths we breathe so shallow or shallow that it, it it does cause problems but i would i would suggest using and i use this a lot when i'm doing things um you know because our minds just like to go crazy um, yeah. and, and, you know, there's another technique that I've done. Um, now this is kind of, it's kind of quirky and it may be a little bit out there, but I use my guides when I'm talking with my guides, we go sit at the round table, like the King Arthur. And I have this, this, I'm going to call it metaphorical space. I can't tell you where it really sits. I know it sits with me and it sits very available to me. So I don't know if it's in my mind, my body, where it's at. And so when I'm talking about things, now I have an understanding that my mind has a personality, my heart has a personality, and my digestive system has a personality. Oh, I didn't know about that one. Yeah. And so with that, that I treat it as a personality. So like there was one night where my mind was and more than one night. And, you know, there's that um, it's one of those things that, um, it's amazing when we allow ourselves. So I've had actually, if my mind is in control, I've had my mind, my, um, my, uh, soul, my emotions and my, um, my mind, my emotions and my soul all sit at the round table at, at, at a round table and we have conversations but this night um this night is um was a night where my mind would not quiet so i have a couple techniques one is is that you know like those big birds that um were in um when we're in um, lord of the rings you know those big eagles i have them come and take my worries away and they come and I just put them in a bag Yeah. and I just take, and metaphorically, I take all my worries and put them in a bag and let them take them off towards the mountains. Let them take them away. Another metaphor is, is that I have this big, wonderful, antique sailing ship and I just put everything I can, you know, I just dump my mind into that ship and I let the ship sail. Another thing that I do is I have this thing called a God box and my God box is just a box, but I allow my angels, whoever to take it. So I just push everything that I can into that God box, even myself. Sometimes, you know, if I'm worried about something, if I'm, I can't control something, I just put it all in that God box, shut the box, 
and send it off to Archangel Michael, Jesus, whoever can handle it, Mother Mary, whoever can handle it, you know, and, and I, and I do that. Then there's this one night where my mind would not shut up. She would not shut up. I have that happen sometimes. So what I have done is, is that going back to that round table where my guides and angels and higher self and, and my dragon and whoever else is in there can sit around that round table. Well, I metaphorically saw my mind and I said, come with me. So I picture my mind walking down the door, the hallway to this round table, right? So my higher self or whoever's with me, I walk them down my mind and she's standing there kind of in a human form because that's the form that she was representing that night and i said i know you're struggling with thinking too much i know that there's things we're thinking about but i really need to sleep and if i don't sleep the day's going to be rough the next day and she goes i know i said okay and i produced the talking stick and i said okay I'm going to ask that everybody here at this round table can only talk when they have the stick. And my mind was so wound up. She went to grab for it. Mm -hmm. She went to grab for it. I said, no, 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 (laughs) no, 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 no. You got to wait your turn. And I gave my, my talking stick to my, my elder dragon and nobody crosses elder. You know, he is, he's the dragon of the dragons, you know? And so, but dragon is no more important than my dyslexic self that sits at the round table. So with that, that nobody is better than anybody else. But what was interesting was, is that she sat there and kind of went. (laughs) And what it did was, is that when I went back to my sleeping moment, I started meditating. I just became in a neutral spot. And so I, my body was resting. My mind was a little quieter, still, but not so with worry and, and stress and all that kind of stuff. And, but what was interesting about that was, is that I was able to at least meditate a little bit more, go into that breathing. Because when I meditate, when I'm sleeping, I'm not into a meditative state, but I go into a a breathing, quiet, restful mind, body, spirit moment. And it was interesting how how everything just kind of went down a little bit, went down a little bit. Mm -hmm. So this is a message that I'm getting on the moon. Hey, Hi, how are you? Best way for me to relax tonight is to be connected with listening with like-minded people. Thank you. You are so welcome. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Well, you know, because we hear, we grow up hearing, oh, it was just your imagination. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just saying that is discounting the greatest gift that God's given us as human beings. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the biggest tool, our imagination that we have that, that, and we don't realize how important it is, but we dismiss it a lot of times. Like some say, oh, it's just a dream, you know, and dreams are so important. Or, oh, it's just your imagination. So you grow up as a kid thinking, well, that imagination thing, that must just not really be something to pay attention to. But if you think about it, everything that's created, every, the pencil that I, or this remote that's uh, right here, I mean, that that happened in somebody's imagination before exactly. it happened. Exactly. 
I mean, everything. So, and some people say with hypnosis and they go like when I have people go to heaven and back and they go, well, isn't that just their imagination? Well, we use imagination as like the pilot light or like the kindling, you know, to get it. To, and, and so um, we might, I might suggest a few things like, oh, you're on this beautiful beach and have them, you know, suggest and have them see that and everything. But there's a point in these life between life sessions where I watch where uh, all of a sudden they take the lead, you know, and, and, and so I, then I begin to ask them open-ended questions so I don't plant anything in their mind, you know, but it's their imagination that opens the door to the real stuff happening, you know, so imagination is super, super important, you know. Exactly. And I'm so imagery that it's easy for me to image a round table with my guides and my mind walking down the hallway to this round table area with my higher self. I mean, but it was something that, you know, I've told a couple people about that and they're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing to be able to put things in a perspective. And that's what we have to do nowadays to quiet our mind, to do something is get a perspective that makes things doable. Yeah. People don't need to know what's going on, how you do things. You know, if, if it takes me sitting on at a, you know, sitting on a bench, pretending that I or being on a roller coaster to get to be able to talk with someone, that's my own story. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just telling you because I'm on the show and I want people to know that you're not alone having problems doing things. And so there's sometimes where we got to do things. That's why sometimes when I, that bench is out in space because I need to float. I needed to be out in that knowing. And so if the bench is out in the middle of space, I'm going to talk to Metatron maybe, or, or celestial or one of the star beings. That's where I meet Jupiter a lot of times, or actually I meet Jupiter a lot of times on a high cliff like in a, the Sonora desert where it's just looking over everything and it's uh -huh. like the stars are out and it's just amazing. So, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter really where we're, sometimes we're on Mars, I think. Um, sometimes, you know, it's, it doesn't matter where we're really at. It, it's what can we do to help ourselves negotiate life? And yes, there's the realities of the imagination that, you know, we have to be careful so we're not going off the deep end. You know, but really, you know, where can we go to make ourselves a little bit more peaceful? And sometimes that is a little bit more into the deepness of our imagination. Yeah. You know, why not make it doable? Hey, when I was not being able to sleep and it was four o'clock in the morning and I knew I had a stressful day, I was doing whatever I could to get my brain to shut up because she wasn't shutting up in between the hours of 10 and 330, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And I needed to sleep. Yeah. So in in our talk on meditation today, just to summarize so far a little bit, it's like realize that meditation is many things. It's not just the one, you know, the, what you've seen on TV or something like this. Uh, something like Insight Timer will open you up to all the different ways that there are to meditate. You know, listening to music, listening to guided meditation, uh, you know, whether it's five minutes or 20 minutes walking meditation. Um, when I did a retreat one time where we did nine hours of meditation a day, we mixed it up with sitting meditation, walking meditation, uh, and uh, just mindfulness, you know, where we would, we would, they would send us to eat. And what we had to practice was 
to each bite that we took, you know, just in other words, realize that we're putting this, that we're, that, that we're eating. We're not thinking of a hundred things else and just eating, you know, to be totally mindful of everything. We even had to walk from the, um, the, uh, the room that we had all the way over to where we ate and we had to walk as slow as we possibly could, you know, to get there. So you would mm -hmm. be mindful that you were taking every step, you know, mm -hmm. that way. But um, here's another uh, take on meditation uh, that what I, a form of meditation, which I think is basically what meditation is, 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 um, is, uh, you know, gosh, contemplation. In other words, you're, you quiet your mind, but your mind is always thinking and things like that. Well, you just get quiet enough that you can kind of see what images that you wouldn't have seen otherwise are coming into your, into your beingness. You know, many times when I've been just in deep meditation, just listening to music, I'll, I'll have like what I would consider an out-of-body experience, or in other words, I'm someplace, I find myself someplace else other than here. Mm -hmm. And I've had teachers or guides or something that'll teach me about uh, things that are lacking in my character in a really nice way, the things that I should maybe spend more time on developing or changing, things like that. I've had some great experiences that way that stayed with me, you know, one of them for what, maybe 40 years now, you know, it's something I think about at least once or twice a day where... You know, it's and that's to be selfless. But it, it, they showed me in there where they showed me uh, doing something in a selfish way, and it was just all of a sudden I realized I went, "Oh my gosh, I'm blue. I need it's to work." It's sneaky, on that. isn't it? Those little yeah. whispers are sneaky. I know, but it was done in a really beautiful way where it was not condemning or mean, or it was just mm -hmm. bringing my attention to that. And when I then all of a sudden, when I opened my eyes and I realized, "Oh my gosh, I was someplace else for a little while," where I had this little journey. So. Meditation opens up so many possibilities. St. Teresa of Avila, if any Christians are watching, her, her writings are published and you can get her books. And she would talk about her way of praying, which was a deep meditation. Mm -hmm. She would go so deep into prayer that she would find herself in the presence of Jesus, you mm -hmm. know, or, and Jesus would give her her next task, which was to open up nunneries in different parts of Spain, you know. And um, a few people thought it was blasphemous. But she was close enough to some of the higher ups in the Catholic Church at the time that during the Inquisition that she didn't get her head chopped off, you know, but a lot of other people kind of would. But the higher ups read her works because she wrote it all down. But it's it's uh, St. Teresa of Avila. There's a few St. Teresa's, mm -hmm. but St. Teresa of Avila. So that's the 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 Christian way or the Catholic way of explaining what we're explaining in modern terms nowadays. Prayer is meditation. Prayer yeah. is meditation. And that's the thing is, is that, and it's not about religion. No. It's about communication with something greater than us. And that is prayer. That is meditation. That is knowing. That is being, you know, and being with a capital B, capital E, I-N-G, is about the moment of prayer or, or, um, or meditation, or being in, in a meditative state, which I can say that I am in most of the time. It has to be, and I notice the things that, that take my legs out from underneath me are the things that makes me come out of that state. Mm. And, and yet those things that take me out of that state are sometimes my teacher to help me stay in that state more. Uh, I went to a Christian retreat one time and it was um, a book that was written by a famous monk in, in recent days. I mean, you know, sometime in this, in the last hundred years, 
and he wrote a book about how to it for the Christians, you know, how to pray incessantly without ceasing, you know, but it was how to keep your mind during the day, how you could keep it on, on Jesus. Mm -hmm. I could keep it on God. I, I, I forget the darn name of the book. Um, so, and I don't keep it on God or Jesus. I keep it with love. I yeah. keep it with, with just how can I be loving? How can I be kind? How can I be loving? How can I be kind? And sometimes tough love comes out of my mouth. And, and that was, yeah, that was the point of this is that when you're, in other words, Jesus was the, was the um, archetype for, you know, keeping yourself in a spiritual, it's called, I think it's called practicing the presence, mm -hmm. something like that. And I went to a Christian retreat one time they had, that was beautiful. You know, it was just trying to, trying to get us like, we could do a, you know, what we can do on that too, sometimes a show on, okay, what are some tricks and things so that during the day, you know, because we will, we'll say, okay, God, I'm going to keep my mind on you all day long. And then 10 minutes later, you're brushing your teeth and you're thinking about something else. And, mm -hmm. and, you, and later in the day, you go, oh, gosh, I'm supposed to do that. Well, there's little tricks of the mind you can do to help you come back around to that thinking of your spiritual self on and off during the day. And, and I want people to know that our mind is a monkey mind. It's a squirrely yeah. mind. It's, <laughs> it's meant to be there. And it's okay to write it. Come back to writing it. You know, it's like, oh, wait a minute. I was supposed to be doing something. Okay. I come back to it. And it's not necessarily to be deeming ourselves bad because we, we um, didn't necessarily, uh, you know, remember to do it at that moment, but it's about coming back and breathing. And I know for me, sometimes that I find myself singing to myself as I'm walking someplace, just to keep my mind from not monkeying and, you know, and it's okay. Sometimes, you know, when we're in that monkey mind, when we're in the squirrely mind, you know, that's where walking outside for a few minutes and taking a deep breath and then walking back in the house and going back to that, that yeah. journey. And I know for me the other day that I, you know, I'm really called to rearrange this big section of my, my house that's right before my spiritual room. And they usually get a little congested, which doesn't, you know, bring the energy in very nicely into my spiritual room. And so with that, that, you know, instead of, you know, getting all gommed up on it and trying to succeed it on one day, I knew my mind was going to be monkeying, but I turned on music that was very peaceful and, and motivative. It had a good drum beat, but yet at the same time, it wasn't necessarily, it's kind of like the blues, but a little bit more upbeat. And, um, and I was working on it, but I found myself being meditative about it and just checking in. And sometimes I'd walk away and then come back to it. But remember, our mind is a monkey mind. Our mind is concentrating on so much. What am I going to have for dinner? Sometimes meditation is just saying, what is happening to me now? Mm -hmm. Sometimes meditating is what is going on right now. I'm sitting in front of my computer, talking to on a show, being here instead of rearranging the room or, you know, knowing I have this other thing to do. You know, it's about being here. And that a lot of times is the moment of meditation or yeah, being or being responsible, respectful, honoring those moments. You know, and like if you're doing walking meditation, uh, if you have a guide or if you're Christian, you're thinking of Jesus or whatever. When you walk, just um, as you're walking, just invite Jesus to walk with you. 
you know, mm-hmm. and people say, well, I can't see them in my mind. Well, just, just the thought of saying that you're bringing that, that loving presence with your walk because you're acknowledging, you know, it's just, in other words, you're acknowledging that, you know, your guide or your angel or someone is walking with you. You know, some people think they have to see them in full color detail and like that. Just, just feel the presence, you know, of somebody walking with you. And it's that easy in a way to open up the door between here and the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, we think it's some big old complicated thing, but it's not. There's somebody listening all the time. You know, we, our guides are right there, like right now. Hey, Revisar, how you doing? You know, and late C, and then I'm going, I just can see him smiling at me in my mind. I'm starting to get that a little bit like you're teaching me. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Forget it was something you said, Natasha. It was like, like, um, uh, late C. I don't even know how you pronounce it. I mean, how you spell it. But um, when I just do that, I can like now I can just imagine him somehow. It's like I'm not seeing him crystal clear, but I'm seeing him you know, and feel, feeling his presence or something, you know? Yeah, because, and that's the thing is you'll see a lot of spiritual people kind of looking off to this side because it's about, you know, letting that part of our mind acknowledge what's there. Yeah. And, you know, some people who hear what I have to say, they say, oh, that's your imagination. Okay, that's your perception. Yeah. But without my my imagination, I wouldn't have the movies to tell you what you need to see, because that's what the guides use is my knowings, my yeah. vision inside my head, which is imagination, or it's the same part of our brain that has imagination is to show those movies that can help us move forward and, and be so don't, you know, most, a lot of us are clairvoyant, clairsentient, clair, you know, all those clairs. And part of that is the image. What do we image? Yeah. And, and, you know, letting the mind, sometimes I walk with the monkey, the monkey mind. I walk with that monkey to see where it's going to take me. Cause a lot of times that monkey's going to take me to something that mm-hmm. is very understandable and very knowing and, you know, let it be. Cause sometimes, you know, we have to go down the rabbit hole to really kind of find out what we are. Mm-hmm. And we can keep talking about this, but we've already come up on the hour, yeah. and it's been amazing. Oh, so, Insight Timer, the app is really great. Uh, tool around with it. Go to all the punch hole things. You'll see a zillion things you can do on there. One of the things that's nice on there, on one page, it'll show you how many people are actually meditating with you at the moment. And it's like seventy to 200,000 people. Mm-hmm. And you go, wow, I'm part of this community that's qu- quieting down, that's probably adding goodness to the earth and good vibes to the earth and mm-hmm. what we need, you know? So uh, people, you can get a hold of me. It's right there on the screen. Visit the afterlife.com. There's some great videos on there about uh, reincarnation. Um, and especially about these life between life sessions that I do, where I can actually help you achieve a deep state of trance and you can actually go meet your guide. Um, you can go to your soul group. You can go before council, get questions answered. Sounds crazy, but we've done it with 70,000 people as they say every week. And yep. uh, it's it's uh, this is a, a world that's changing right now where God has made it uh, himself more accessible uh, to mm-hmm. people. It's not uh, not as difficult as you think. You know? Exactly. And practice makes better. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't sit down and, and do the bench thing right away. You know, like I said, the first time I was doing the bench, it was on a roller coaster, you know, mm-hmm. because Jesus said, well, let's go for a ride since you're having a busy day and you're having a hard time concentrating. So let's just have a conversation as you're, you know, sometimes we're taking walks. So, you know, 
give yourself a moment to know that the practice makes better. Take your time. You know, use your hands. You know, if you can't quiet your mind during the brain, you know, during the night, you know, those the the rubbing the fingers or grabbing or holding on to your fingers or or you know, putting your palm inside the other finger and and then you know bracing your your finger around your thumb, you know, so that you know you can find that harmony, you know, using the tools to to breathe. And sometimes, you know, when our mind, our mind likes to control. So if you can have, an, you know, your mind, your emotions and your spirit and your body all sit at a table and have a conversation and have a talking stick because your mind's going to want to have it. But use that imagination and see what's going to say. Because I yeah. bet you your mind is going to be saying, I didn't know that about you, body. Well, somebody emotions. I didn't know that about you, body. Yeah. I'm just thinking because it's just, it's too much to teach or anything right now. But if someone wanted to have a session with you, you could do like an hour session and teach them everything. Exactly. How to do that, right? Yes. I could teach people um, online through Zoom this, uh, uh, the EFT, which reduces your stress hormone, your cortisol level up to 50% in just a few minutes. You know, that's mm -hmm. one thing that we do. So we have all these different modalities or something that we teach. I'd probably do about an hour session with somebody, you know, teaching them how to do it properly, you yes. know, how to administer it. But it, once you got it, you have that tool for life uh, to help reduce your stress. And just like you're doing with the with the finger, I would say to people that if they if they can't do a session with her, if you don't know exactly which goes to what, just give each finger 30 seconds. Just, just hold start at the pinky and yeah. start working your way um, around finger. the five fingers and yeah. give them a few minutes because it, and it's not about the hard hold you don't want to feel the heartbeat of the body there's actually a energetic outer beat of the body and if you hold it there you can you can start feeling it and there is a rhythm to that and you know it's very helpful it is very helpful i've I've actually like today I woke up with a little bit of a, um, of a tummy ache, lower digestive tummy ache. And so I started holding my fingers and actually that helped it move through. And, and I was able to help my body um, settle itself a little bit yeah. more. So with that, how can people get a hold of you, Regan? Well, That's it, a uh, is it visit the afterlife.com and, um, you know, uh, still giving away the free uh, reincarnation is real about all the current research being done around the world. The ebook you can request it on the contact page. I'll send you a free ebook copy. Uh, my book on there, if you want to, about my journey to the other side and back, called Three Hours, Thirty Three Minutes in Heaven. You can order it from there also. And uh, I just uh, got um, approved today. I'm going to be on the New Living Expo here in Marin. They have uh, they have about ten to twenty thousand people every year that come, and they have like um, oh. Um, I got it in one of the guest slots to give a talk on this life between lives thing. Oh, a, congratulations. An hour, yeah, an hour to get a talk and have a booth that I have there so um, I can give out information in that. It's uh, um, it's uh, something they do at about four or five places in the country every year. Uh, and all these, you know, like even Alexander will be there. You know, the man that did Heaven is Real. And uh, um, I think they have Daniel Brinkley going to talk. He's the one that had the... It was struck by lightning and had the near-death experience, wrote a book called Saved by the Light. And he came back and ended up, I think he's got over 30 hospice centers that he, that he uh, his whole life changed from him having that out-of-body 
a near-death experience. So um, <clears throat> what's really nice now, I'm just thinking that and you don't have to have a near-death experience to experience the afterlife now, you know, because we found a way to activate that uh, that process in, in somebody without them having to nearly die. And it's uh, without, uh, it's, just in, it's just getting comfortable in a relaxed state and off you go. Yeah. You know? so, so when's that time? When's that? Um, it's going to be in April sometime. I'll talk about it more on the show because maybe people will. Uh, I think they record a lot of it. And a lot of it you can get online and listen to the different speeches cool. and talks cool. and things. Yeah. So, and I'm we got a couple of shows coming up on. Um, I was looking at my calendar because um, uh, you're going to be on After the Dark here coming up. Oh, yeah. Vestiges After, after Dark. Mm -hmm. That's coming up. Uh, I was on another podcast today about modern dating. And we were talking about dating from a spiritual viewpoint. <laughs> That's cool. So we're going to be coming up on some things. So we, um, if you look at, um, uh, if you look at, uh, at our websites and stuff, you'll see something. I got to actually put that on my website. I forget to put things like that on my website. Um, and uh, and doing things like that. So if you're looking at getting a hold of me, um, you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com or you can email me at Natasha at angelicclarifications.com. I love to help people process what they're going through. And I love how um, helping people go through their monkey minds a lot of times and what their monkey mind likes to tell them. And it's not always good. And so how can we recreate a new pattern of that knowing? And I love to support people in that journey. And you can, I can do on Zoom. I can do it in person. I can do it over the phone. Um, the thing I like about Zoom is it is recorded. And, um, and so, um, and, but yet the phone, if you have another way of recording it, we can talk, you know, doing that, um, you know, it, it's one of those things. So, um, I love to help people and Regan and I both, I guess, speak for him too. We do it with this without judgment because the fact, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for us going through life and I know if I haven't done it in this lifetime, I've done it in another lifetime. So why should I judge it? You know, yeah. and, and there's been some, I've helped people go through some really dark thoughts of, of things. And they've, they've embraced me, you know, because of the fact that I did it with so much love and kindness. I know people tell us things they've never told another soul in their, in their life. And it feels so good for them to do that. I was going to say on the 21st of February, I'm going to be on vestiges after dark. This is with a bishop, a priest and a nun. And, mm -hmm. uh, and we're going to be talking about uh, handwriting. And so I'm going to be just, you know, about how your subconscious through your handwriting reveals personality traits in you. Um, that's another thing. It used to be pseudoscience, but it's pretty much accepted as science now because there's been so much hundreds of years of work on this. And um, so I'll, what I'm going to do on there is have people write a sentence and then I'll tell them, OK, how do you cross your T's? How much space between words? How large are your words or small? You know, what's the space between words and all that? And each one of those um, will tell you something about your personality. Um, and so it's just, you know, all this stuff that people are becoming so much aware of uh, that our life is much more um, large <laughs> than we think it is. Exactly, you know? exactly. And that's the thing is, that's why I love Regan being my partner in here is because of the fact that this man is so vast in what he knows. And I know have an understanding. I'm very vast in what I know. And so this combination has been pretty magical. So with that, we don't want the show to go much longer here. Because, yeah, we got, I've got some workers outside waiting to get paid. So they've been helping put some siding on the house today. So I'm, I told them I'd be done about quarter after five. So I you ran out. Get, 
<laughs> so blessings to all. And we are looking at having some guests come on our show. Yeah, we have, uh, we've had about and, 35 people that have wanted to be on the show to have books written and really interesting you know. people so we're going to start yeah. booking guests on we haven't really talked about we need to actually meet about that Regan. yeah and and so we're going to be um talking about um how we can negotiate some of that so look forward to some better conversations and i don't know what we're going to be talking about next week but we are um we'll figure this it out been, yeah, we will always do. And it will be an interesting conversation. My love to everybody. Remember, please don't be hard on yourself, whatever your mind is doing. It's a monkey time. It's a monkey energy. It's a very squirrely time. It's a very squirrel energy. And oh my gosh, love yourself because Realize we're all, we're, we're all human and perfect. Yep. We're all perfectly imperfect. That's my, that's my motto is we're all perfectly imperfect. And we're, we're each here to help uh, each other to take the walk home, you know, exactly, exactly. My love is with you. Please reach out if you need any help and blessings to all. I'm live on Thank Wednesday. You. I'm still figuring out what to talk about. It's been, um, uh, uh, maybe I might talk about how, uh, you know, animals are really communicating with us lately. Cause I know I'm, my theme is finding out which animal represents the day. Yeah, so. <laughs> we've learned Love a lot all. about animals, uh, and even in the, when I have people doing these life between life sessions, they meet with pets that have passed on, mm -hmm. and actually have conversations with them. It's pretty awesome, isn't it? Isn't it? Very animals emotional. are amazing. Animals Very are amazing for the clients. Yeah. Yep. All right. We'll see you guys next week. My love is with you. Bye now. <laughs>